my crafty friends and welcome to ACB Crafters, where we learn and teach each other in order to make crafting accessible to the blind and visually impaired. We hope you enjoy this episode. Me, take it away. All right. Well, thank y'all so much for coming back. Uh, I didn't scare off a lot of you and that thrills me. So today we're going to finish up our hats. I know we have some here who are just here for the first time and have not worked on the e-wrap stitch. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get started with the folks who were um, on the previous call. I'll get them started, get them going where they need to be, and then I'll start working with those who have never loom knitted before, okay? So if y'all just kind of sit back and, and relax and just listen in, and then I'll get to you, okay? All right. So like Tyson said, if you have questions, just be sure to raise your hand. No, no, you don't raise your hand. Just unmute and just ask your question. And if your question has already been asked, please, you know, refrain from asking it again unless you need clarification, okay? All right. So you have all finished your hats, all but taking it off the loom. And what you're going to do now is you're going to take your working yarn and you're going to wrap it around the outside of the loom two times. And once you've wrapped it around the outside of the loom twice, you're going to cut your yarn from the ball. Okay, I have a question. Sure, go ahead. Okay, this is Jeannie. Um, before we wrap it around the outside twice, should we have one or two loops on each um, peg? You should have one loop on each peg. If you have two loops, go ahead and knit that bottom loop off and then wrap your yarn around your loom twice and then cut your yarn. If you need us to wait on you to knit off your loops, please unmute and let me know so I'll know how long to wait. Yes, I had left the two um, rows on there because I wasn't sure how we'd be doing okay. it. All right, well, we will we'll wait. While you're working on that, I'm going to work with the new students. So um, if this is your first time here, if you will grab your loom, and let's just kind of look at your loom, okay? you'll set the loom on the table in front of you or if you'll set it on your lap, um, just kind of on a flat or flattish surface. I want you to feel around the outside of your loom and this is going to be the base of your loom. And you should have some pegs sticking up toward the ceiling. We're going to use those and we'll wrap the yarn around the pegs and then we'll do what we call knit off. And that starts creating your fabric. We'll get to that in a few minutes. If you have a set of four looms, if you'll feel around the base, you should feel a peg that's pointing outward. Turn your loom to, that, to where that peg that's pointing outward faces you or points toward you. That is called your anchor peg. Sometimes a pattern will tell you to tie a slip knot onto your anchor peg. And so that's where you tie it. 
If it doesn't specify, I usually start on peg one. Okay, so peg one is gonna be just to the right of your anchor peg. Is everybody with me so far? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. If you if you don't understand, just unmute and let me know. Okay. Now I want you to look at one individual peg. You'll notice, of course, it's round. And in the front of the peg, this is what I call the front, you'll see a vertical groove. Groove runs up and down. That groove will be used along with the loom tool that came with your kit. And that will take the um, yarn up and over the peg. Okay, at the top of your peg, you'll notice a horizontal-like groove. And then you'll notice that the top of the peg is a little bit larger than the rest of the peg. That horizontal groove kind of secures your yarn on your peg. And it keeps it from falling off while you're knitting. And the back of the peg is toward the center of the loom. So when I say the center of the loom, that's inside. So take your hands and run along the inside of the loom. That's going to be the center of your loom. That's where your knitted fabric will come from. Sure. Would you want us to start doing the E-stitch, the E-wrap? Do we go in front of the peg first or behind it? I'll get to that in just a minute, okay? okay Are you sorry. just... I no, that's okay. Too late. Thank you. Right. Are you... No, we're just going over the, the anatomy of the loom at the moment, okay? Great. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So you will hear me most of the time say, you know, either take your working yarn in front of the loom or in front of the peg, and that's going to be where the groove is. The back of the peg is going to be toward the center of your loom or on the inside circle, okay? Everybody up with me so far? Yes. Awesome. Yes. Okay. Jenny, how are you coming along on knitting those off? Oh, I'm ready to go. Okay. All right. I'm going to let y'all explore your looms a little more while I talk them through taking their hat off the loom, okay? And then we'll get started on the e-wrap stitch. Okay. So you've got your yarn cut, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. What you're going to do? Hi, I have is a question. Sure. Uh, this is Nancy. Um, you said to wrap it on the outside of your loom, but is that on your anchor peg? Is that what you're talking about? No, it's around all the pegs. You're going to go okay, so around all the pegs twice. So you're just going to wrap. You're not going to e-wrap them. You're just wrapping the entire loom. So you're just wrapping in front of all the pegs. So I'm going uh, um, around the front? Yes. So I'm not going, so I'm just going around the front of the loom. I'm not going to the, towards the center? That's correct. So I'm just going all the way around the loom till I get to what, to what would be what I consider my anchor peg because I don't have an anchor peg. Correct. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so I have this, I have it all the way around the loom and then I'm just gonna cut up, cut off the, like about it, five, like five inches you, or so. Oh no, you're gonna need more than that. You wrapped it okay. around, say, tw did you do it twice around the loom? No, I'm supposed to do it twice? Yes. Okay, so I wrap it all the way around again. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm a little slow. <laughs> That's okay. That's not a problem. Okay, so I go all the way around. So now I have uh, like in front, I have two, like a string all the way around it. Correct. Okay, and then I cut off, you know, quite a bunch. Yes, you should have maybe about a foot. Okay. That's still attached to your loom. And I have to hold on to this so it doesn't come off, right? <laughs> right. Okay. Okay, I got that. Thank you. Mm hmm Anyone else have any questions? Hey, everybody. I was just, I'm sorry I'm late coming in. I don't know where we are, but I, um, I'm definitely at a six inches and I think I'm ready to come off. So, okay. What we've asked that they do is take your working yarn and you're going to wrap your working yarn around the outside of your loom. So you're going in front of the pegs, you're just wrapping all, just wrapping the outside of the loom, you're not wrapping each individual peg. And once you get it wrapped twice, then you cut your yarn and then unwrap it from your loom. So you wrap, you literally, you take it around, did you see the outside or the inside? The outside. Okay. What is that going to secure it or it sounds kind of scary. No, 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 it's not going to secure it. What you're doing is you are fixing to start taking the hat off the loom. So you cut your yarn and then I'll tell you what to do from there. So don't start taking anything, any loops off the pegs just yet. So um, once I have gotten to the, um, the worker, I mean the, the peg that's holding things twice, mm -hmm. Um, cut it off. Correct. Okay. <laughs> this scares me. Okay. No, don't let it scare you. You're good. Okay. okay. You're good. Thank, thank mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyone else have any questions? Okay. So now we're going to start working I on getting... Okay, I go ahead. Trouble getting on, and I just got on about a minute ago, and I'm not too handy with Zoom, so I hope I'm not doing anything to mess anybody up. No, you're fine. You're fine. Yes, this is Pat. I just got on too, and I'm sorry I'm late. Uh, on my hat, I've only gotten about six rows done, so I need to, you know, do more to mine than uh, I'm behind. So. <laughs> Okay, you could go back and listen to the podcast, and uh, and then if you have questions after that, just shoot me an email or a message on Facebook, and I'll work with you. Okay. Okay. How do you All do right. that? Um, hello. I'm sorry. Um, I don't mean this is Terry Nettles, and mm -hmm. um, I just wanted. Um, I'm new on here, but I'm not real new to um, 
illuminating, but I did want to say, I wanted to add, what is your name again, ma'am, the host? Courtney. Courtney, that's right, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. So, um, just maybe to clarify um, for the, the, the two people that were possibly nervous about uh, wrapping that loom, you guys should think of it as like if you're just taking a piece of string and wrapping it around a ball. So you're, so it's not going to be, it's, it's just making a really long tail for you to work with. She doesn't mean to, you know, wrap those pegs or anything. It's just to go around it like you would be, just think of it like as a ball, I guess, and just like you're wrapping your yarn around twice. And it's okay just if I to measure how much, it's just to measure how much you're going to need to finish Correct. your handle anyway. So it's not. That's right. You know, that's all so I just for. wanted to interject that a little bit just in case, just to give them more clarification. Okay, thank you. I appreciate okay, that. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. No, 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 you're fine. Thank you. I say something. I haven't even started the hat yet, so I'm wondering how you get the podcast. I'll give that information toward the end of the class, okay? Okay. All right. So for those of you who are ready to take your hat off the loom and you've cut your yarn, this is what we're going to do, okay? So I want you to take your working yarn and I want you to lay it to the base of your loom in front of peg 24. Then you're going to take your loom tool and you're going to put the tip of the loom tool in the groove of peg 24 and you're going to slide that down to the base of your loom. And then you're going to turn your loom tool one quarter turn toward you. And the tip of your loom tool should be touching the base of your loom. If I've totally lost you, please let me know. I am totally lost. Okay. Is this something we can do with our fingers? Because I have a really hard time with the loom tool. I've been using my fingers to do the hat instead of the loom tool. Yeah, you should be able to do it. And if not, then you can thread a needle and do this. But I'm trying to keep you from having to thread a needle because it is a little bit more difficult with a needle. I'm lost. Okay. So you have your loom tool in your hand. Or yes. if you're not losing your loom tool, you're using your fingers. You want to take the loop on peg 24 and you want to pull it away from that peg just a little bit, not too much, but just a little bit. Okay. Well, I got lost to where you said to put the, uh, the, the, so you're, when you said the working yarn, you're talking about the yarn we wrapped around, right? That's correct. And you said to put that in front of peg 24? Yes. And that's the one that's right to the left of the, um, to the, of the notch, right? That's correct. And so I put it in front of it. Correct. Okay. And then, okay. Okay. So after we pull the loop off, no, don't pull the loop off yet. Don't pull the loop off yet. So the loop, the loop we're working on now is the, the um, the one loop that's down at the bottom, the only loop that's left down on there, right? Correct. 
just you bring it to the top. You should only have one loop on all your pegs. Okay. 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 So I want you to pull that loop that's on peg 24. I want you to pull it away from the, the peg just a little bit. Do not with, take it off the peg. With the loom okay. tool, correct? Okay. The loom tool or your fingers. It does not matter. Whatever you're, you're most okay. comfortable using. Okay. Okay. Now, using your fingers or your loom tool, I want you to take that working yarn that's laying in front of the peg, and I want you to scoop it up through that loop. So you're going to have your working yarn. You're going to create a new loop with that working yarn. So you should have your working yarn next to the peg, and then the loop should be on the outside or in front of your working yarn. And you're going to pull that all the way through. You're gonna keep pulling your working yarn all the way through that one loop. Courtney, are you, because I never got good at this. <clears throat> are you wrapping the yarn around the, the tool? Like as if you're no. doing a crochet. No, no, no. You are just scooping that up. When I say scoop it up, that yarn, when you scoop it up, it should be laying in the crook of your loom tool. Okay. Does it matter, Courtney, if you're pulling it up through the bottom of that loop on the 24th peg or taking it down through the top? Does it matter either way? Um, I've never done it when binding off like this. I've never done it from the top. I've always done it from the bottom. Okay. So okay. I'm not sure. Okay, that's okay. I'll go through the bottom. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know that it would matter, but again, I've never done it that way. Okay. All right. I'm completely lost then because <laughs> I have my loop, mm -hmm. I have my working yarn, mm -hmm. I have my loom tool in the loop. Okay. You want me to scoop the, yes, the I want you yarn into the hook, into the crook. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now what? Pull that working yarn all the way through until it comes all the way through that loop. Just keep pulling until you find the end, until the end of that working yarn comes through that loop. The only way I can so, do that is to Courtney. take this yes. is Mary Alice. That means the yarn would now be between the peg and the loop, correct? Cor correct. Like, okay, cool. Got it. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, I can do that. So it's it's like you're making a sandwich, okay? So the the bottom layer is your peg. The yummy good stuff is your working yarn. <laughs> And the top layer will be your loop. And you want to pull that working yarn all the way through until that cut end comes through. What we're doing is a drawstring. That's what we're creating is a drawstring. Okay. Yeah. 
Is everybody with me so far? I understand yep. what you're saying, but I can't get it to work, so. Jeanette, try standing on your head. That might work. I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what you're doing wrong. You're not standing on your head. That's right. <laughs> My mother-in-law always said you had to hold your mouth right. That's right. I'm gonna pull this. No, you have to. You have to hold your tongue right. <laughs> there you go. All right, Jeanette, are you using your loom tool? Yeah, I was trying. Put it down. Put it down. That's what I'm thinking. I want you to use your fingers. Okay. Fingers are good. Go go I behind. Did have, this is Mary Alice. I did have trouble using my loom tool. Okay. It it seemed awkward. Okay. You want my working yarn on the front side of the loom, correct? Correct. I want it laying in front of the groove. Okay. I do believe that I can do. Folks, Jeanette and I go back a long way, so I may sound snappy with her sometimes, but I just know how to handle her. <laughs> Courtney and I are in a good place. Yeah. I knew I was coming to catch up because I'm so far behind. Me too. All right, Jeanette, I want you to take that working yarn. Okay. And I've I want you to. The first one. You got it through the first one? I did. Oh. <laughs> Yay! Okay. I feel accomplished. I can go on. I'm going to go to peg 23, correct? All right. Yeah. Everybody go, go to peg 23 and do the same thing. Oh, totally. oh, okay. Really? Now, Courtney, do we keep the yarn in the front on the outer part of the loom to go to peg 23? Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you. You're going to do that the whole way, all the way around. You're going to stay in front of every peg. And it's going to feel like your yarn is getting shorter and shorter, and it is, but I promise you have enough. You have more than plenty. Courtney? Yes, ma'am. This is Deborah. I haven't really started. I've just been listening because I missed last week. Okay. Right, which size loop are you using or loom are you using? I am using, um, are you talking about the gauge or the number of pegs? The number of pegs. 24 pegs. So it's, a, it's the one for like a baby hat or something like that. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. I'll pull it out. Okay. Okay. Is everybody good on, on pulling your yarn through the loops like that? I'm finding it easier to just use a needle and just pull it through. Okay. If you want to thread a needle and, you know, just push that needle up through the bottom of that loop, you can do that. I just find it quicker to use the tool or your fingers to pull that through. So that's why I try to teach it that way. Somebody else have a question? I do. Okay. Uh, this is Pat. Uh, since I'm still working on um, the different rows, how many rows does the hat consist of about? <laughs> That is a loaded question <laughs> because um, 
I usually say about six inches, six to seven inches for oh. a baby hat. It, okay. So the number of rows is going to depend on the weight yarn you're using or, you know, the thickness okay. of your yarn. So I can't right. say, you know, do 20 rows because my, I may be using a worsted weight yarn where you're using a bulky weight. Right. I see what so, you mean. So if you do 20 rows with a bulky weight, you may have a slouchy hat for a baby, you know, which is cute, uh -huh. you know, but, um, so it's hard to determine rows when you're just kind okay. of, you know, free forming a, or, you know, just, you know, working on a project, just, you know, yeah. when, like this, it's like usually easier to go by inches. Okay. Someone else. I got question? that book. I got that book everybody was talking about and yes, it mentions it mentions patterns in there. Mm -hmm. But um I was wondering if there's somewhere I could I do have some vision so I would like to see a pattern. So is there somewhere to to look at patterns online or somewhere? Oh, there are tons and tons of places. Just do a oh, okay. you can do a Google search for loom knitting patterns. I will okay. put some links in um, the Facebook group and on the listserv. Um, okay. And then there's um, a page called Ravelry. And since you have some vision, it may be a little easier to use. They have been working on some of the accessibility issues, but um, I'm still learning JAWS, so I'm not sure how accessible it is with JAWS. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it's in the search field, once you get into Ravelry, um, just type in loom knitting. And, um, you know, if you're looking for like loom knit hats, I just usually type in loom knit hats and hit search and it'll give me all the loom knit hat patterns that are on Ravelry. Now, some oh, of them okay. you're going to have to pay for, some of them are free. But okay. that's, that's a good, good place to start. Too. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does anybody have any questions that's working on taking your hat off the loom? I just wanted to say, as a totally blind JAWS user, I find that JAWS is sometimes hit or miss on Ravelry. Some things I'm able to get to and some things I just can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They are working on it. I do know that. Um, and I think... I haven't been on there in several weeks, but I think uh, once you get on the front page there, <coughs> excuse me, the homepage, there is a survey you can take um, about their accessibility. So I, knew that, I know that they've just done some updates and there were some glitches and all. So if that's the case, you know, jump on there and take that survey and let them know in a nice way. I'm not saying everybody's mean, but there are some some disgruntled people out there. So just be nice and explain in great detail what problems you're having. And maybe they can get that fixed. Courtney? Yes, yes We're not actually taking the loops off the peg when we do this, are we? Not yet. Okay, just making sure. Right, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna take those off in just a few minutes, okay? So, so my... So my the end of my working yarn came out of the second one 
and yet there's two of them wrapped around. So two of the pegs now have two on them. Does that make sense? Okay, you're not wrapping the peg. I know, I didn't. <laughs> okay, it sounds like maybe your yarn is getting caught on the pegs as you're trying to pull it through. So those top loops, pop those off and pull your working yarn and see if that takes off that slack. So take off the, the two top? All right, on one, one of those pegs that has the two loops on it, Mm hmm yeah take that top loop off and pull your working yarn and see if that helps okay wait a minute it's i'm sorry it's not i see what's happened is okay how can i <clears throat> i don't know how to say this i don't know how to describe what i'm at on here okay so i'm noticing now when i look closer it's only got one loop on each one mm -hmm. but the working yarn is not through it anymore so you've pulled it all the way through it's it's hanging free it's it's free does it make sense it's it's not hanging on anything i mean okay, it's not is it is it attached to a loop? No, that's what's weird. <laughs> it's like, it's, it was, I mean, I don't know follow, how. Follow your yarn tail and tell me where it ends up. Tell me what it's connected to. You'll have you know, just one end there and then follow that and tell me what it's connected to. Okay. And Courtney, while she's doing that, is the E-stitch the equivalent of the garter stitch in knitting? No, ma'am. That's going to be the stockinette. Any of your knit stitches in loom knitting is stockinette. Your garter stitch is going to be uh, a row of knit and a row of purl. Oh, okay. Just like when you're knitting in the round. I... Mm -hmm. So I've already unwound it once and now i'm unwinding it again okay did you unwrap it from the loom after you cut your yarn no that's what i'm doing there's right now the problem. That, there's that well that's what i'm doing now that's what i'm doing now okay. um once oh, you wrap once you wrap your loom with that working yarn twice, and then you cut it. Yeah. You were supposed to unwind it from the, what you were doing, you were doing a measurement of yarn so that oh. you could start the bind off. Oh, okay. So I'm okay to unwind it. Yes, yes. Okay. All right, now let me see what happens when I do that. I, thought I mentioned that and I may have failed to do that and I apologize. 
okay, now start bringing this through the uh, loops. Yes. I mean, through the thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Anybody else have any questions? Yeah, does it <clears throat> matter if I bring it through the bottom to the top or the top to the bottom? Do you have a particular preference? For this project, <clears throat> take it from the bottom. Oh, on, That's on what I was doing, them. but then mm -hmm. I forgot to make sure that was okay. If I've done it from the top, I don't remember. Y'all have given me something to practice with. Okay. <laughs> okay. Any other questions before I move on to our very, very beginners? Okay. Y'all keep working on that. I'm going to start the other students with the E-wrap stitch. I'll get them started and get them going. Then I'll come back to y'all, okay? To those who are ready to take it off the hat. All right, to our very newbie newbies. You will need to make a slip knot and place it on peg one. And if you don't know how to make a slip knot, just let me know and I'll talk you through it. Could you talk me through it, please? Sure, sure. Okay, you take your yarn, <laughs> your yarn tail, and you place it in your hand between your thumb and your forefinger. And I'll usually leave about six inches, just hanging down, okay? You take the working yarn and you wrap it around oh, your... Cute. Okay. You take the, the yarn and you what's attached to your ball and you wrap it around your index finger and your middle finger. Do that twice. No, no, no. It's okay. 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 Slide those two loops off your fingers and then take the tail of your yarn and push it through that loop you made on your fingers. Now you take that loop and you place it on peg one. And then you pull the tail of your yarn just to get it snug up against that peg. You don't want it too tight. You don't want it too loose, okay? Just, just secure it. So is, now you peg one the one, is peg one the one in front of the um, that weird little sticky outy one? Mm -hmm. that, that weird sticky outy one is called your anchor peg. And peg one okay. is just to the right. Oh, to the right. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's a little off center. You know, it's not directly oh. above a peg. Okay, you should have, on either side of the yarn, you should have two pieces of yarn oh. coming off that loop. Sometimes I call those little legs. 
<laughs> I want you to turn that loop to where those two little legs are on the, in the center of your loom. piece of yarn that is connected. Sure. Um, one of my little legs is longer. It's the working yarn. That is that? Yes, that's fine because you're fixing to start wrapping your peg. Okay, so there's, you just, just, there's, there's the tail, well, the, the tail and then the working yarn. Those are the two yarns that's coming through. Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Great, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, you're I working. This, I kind of forgot how. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was your question? I used to do this quite a bit and then I sort of didn't do oh. it. For you know, I forget things. Oh, I, I forget, trust me, <laughs> I forget a lot. <laughs> it's probably been five years since I've done this, so I'm looking forward to getting back into it. Okay. So does everyone have their loop on their peg one? Okay, all right. So what you're going to do now is you're going to take your working yarn and it should be coming from behind peg one. Okay, so the front of peg one is, it has the groove on it. That's the front of the peg. You want it coming from behind the peg. You're going to take your working yarn and you're going to gently pull it toward the right to behind peg two. Okay, I want you to feel between pegs one and two, you should feel like a little bar where your yarn crosses between those two pegs. It's, it's your yarn, the bar, what I'm talking about is, is just your yarn. Gotcha, okay. It, okay. So your working yarn is behind peg two. Now you're gonna to go to the right of peg two. So it's gonna be between pegs two and pegs three. Then you're gonna go in front of peg two. So it's gonna cross in front of the groove. Then you're going to take the working yarn between pegs one and pegs two. So you can completely gonna, wrap peg two. Correct. And then you're right. going to take it back behind peg two. Mm -hmm. Okay. You have created the lowercase cursive letter E. You're going to do that with peg three now. So you're going to go from behind peg two to behind peg three, between three and four, in front of three, between pegs two and three, and back behind peg three. Anyone have any questions so far? Okay. So you're going to wrap each peg like that. Did somebody have a question?
I do. This is for Lynn. Okay, Lynn, go ahead. I've gone around this thing like five different times and ripped it out. <laughs> oh, no. Um, yes, I'm starting all over again. Um, now, this peg one, I know mm -hmm. which one you're talking about. And I've got my little tail and my uh, working yarn facing the center. Mm -hmm. So do I need to just go to peg two and wrap that? I don't, yes, ma'am. Okay, gotcha. Mm -hmm. Very good. I just keep missing a loop or, uh, I mean, missing or, you know, wrapping it around a peg right. or forgetting that I, I slipped. What am I trying to say? I missed a peg to pull the bottom loop up over the, I just can't do it. Believe me, we've all done that. Oh, yeah. Believe okay. me, we have all done that. Okie dokie. I belong well, to the club. Oh, yes. You're okay. an official member now. All righty. Well, Let me give you a few little hints and tips. Okay. All righty. If you realize that when you go around that you forgot to take a loop off the peg, just go ahead and take it off because it's not going to mess up anything. Okay, so if you say so you've knit off all the loops oh, wow. all the way around. They must have gone Ladre first. Um, you know, you knit them all off and then you start wrapping your pegs again and you realize, mm -hmm. oh, I'll skip the peg of knitting it off. Just knit oh. it off right then. It's okay. not going to hurt anything. Okay. All right. When you're, when it comes to the point where you're taking the bottom loop off, Mm -hmm. And you get to a peg and you notice that you skipped that peg in wrapping it. Right. Just for practicing right now, it's okay. You know, you can just go back and when you start wrapping the pegs again, mm -hmm. just um, so say if you forget to wrap peg three, you get to peg three wrapping it, wrap it and knit that one off and then wrap it again. Okay. And that'll fix that. Good. Okay. So I think you're saying this is probably more forgiving and easier to fix than needle knitting. Oh, yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. I think so anyway. Now, but I'm not a needle knitter. I've just heard stories about trying to fix stuff as a needle knitter. Um, but it is a little more forgiving. I have a question. Okay. Um, I want to, I just... Did my slip knot, and I want to make sure that I've got this on right before I start doing anything, and then I may ask you to walk through the stitch one more time. Okay, that's so fine. So I have a loose tail end of the thread, and that's on the inside of the loom. Is that correct? Yes, Sam. All right. And then mm -hmm. I have two kind of loopy things that I think you were calling the feet. One is slightly mm -hmm. longer than the other. Yep. Right. And they're on the inside. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Mm -mm. All right. So now I take this, eh, uh, the, the, the dangling end of thread of yarn, right? And Now, the one that you need to take that you're wrapping, it should uh -huh. be connected to your ball or your skein of yarn. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you're yep. going to take that one. That's, that's going to be your working yarn. So that's the one we're going to work with. Not so, the not the tail end, correct? Correct, correct. I you're see. Gonna, okay. You're gonna weave that in once we get the project off the line. And that's and that's the part that you were like we're they're doing later is 
wrapping that uh, around the outside and then all that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I take this this thing that's connected to the skein. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that thread. Now I understand. Right. And I am going to take it behind. Where am I going with it first? Okay. It should be coming from behind peg one. Oh, I see. So I, that's what you're saying about turning the loop. Mm-hmm. Right? So right. that it's behind. Okay. And, and you're right. going to gently pull that working yarn to behind mm-hmm. peg two. Behind two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I want you to feel between pegs one and two. You should feel your yarn there. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Now mm-hmm. take your working yarn between pegs two and peg three. Okay. So two to three. Put it in front of peg two. Okay. Between peg one and peg two. Okay. And back in front or back behind peg two. Okay. All right. Got it. And then you're going to do that to every peg on the loom. All right. Okay. I think. (laughs) Thank you. This is Pat. I have a question, please. Yes, ma'am. Going back to the slip knot. How tight, how tight does it have to be on the peg? Not very tight. You don't want it too loose, but you don't want it too tight because if it's too tight, when it comes time to knit it over, it's going to be too tight for you to get over the top of that peg. Okay. The wide part of the peg. And it's going to put a lot of strain on your hand and wrist and arm. It's going to cause you pain. You okay. should, you, you know, starting out, you, you probably are going to have a little bit of pain just from working the muscles in a different way. And so, you know, you should just have a little bit of soreness, but if it becomes extremely painful, then you're wrapping your pegs too tight. And that's something you don't want to do okay. is to wrap them too tight. Hey, Courtney. Mm-hmm. Yes, Sam. This is Lucy. And um, I'm already kind of doing this from your directions and everything, but I just wanted to say when I first started, you know, wrapping and knitting off and everything, I was doing it with my fingers and having lots of pain. And mm-hmm. cause I didn't think I was coordinated enough to use the loom tool, <laughs> but then I got the hang of it and it's easy and it's so much less painful if you can get the hang of using the loom tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I found that happened too. I still want to know I have to use my fingers like for this yeah. binding off thing. I'm having to use my fingers for the binding off part, but otherwise yeah. I found the same thing. And I have a question oh, about yeah. this binding off thing. So yes, I thought I'd started yes. on peg 24, but it looks like I started on peg 23. Okay. So can I still put it through 24 or is it not a good idea? Uh, just wait till you get back to peg one. I'm at and peg then, one now. I'm at okay. peg one. Okay, now you can go through 24. Okay, so it is okay that I've missed it. I can still do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. If you have gotten back to peg one, mm-hmm. so that's going to be your peg one. So if you've gotten back to peg one, go through peg 24 one more time. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Oh. All right, for my newbies, um, 
once you get to peg 24, you're going to go start over and you're going to go from peg 24 to peg one and you're going to wrap that peg again. So you're going to have start wrapping the pegs a second time and you should have two loops on each peg. And you might want to push those beginning loops all the way down to the base of your loom. I forgot to tell y'all that the other day and I apologize. I thought about it when I got off the call. Okay, is every has everyone gotten back to peg twenty four? Almost. Yes. Yes. Okay. Wait a minute. All right. Okay. I, I have to do one more. Okay. I'm not rushing anybody. I just I just I don't want y'all sitting there waiting if everybody's ready. All right. And you said if I started at peg twenty four, which I did, I have to mm -hmm. also go through that one again. Correct. Now, see, I started at 23, so do I need to go through that one again? Yes. Okay. Okay, so that's all I have to do. Okay. Let's go through. Okay. So it's going to be going through, it feels like it's going through something double, is that correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Alexa, stop. <laughs> I'm sorry, I meant to mute myself. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Is that the dinner bell? Yeah, let me turn off the oven. <laughs> Alexa, uh, ask for all food to turn off the lower oven. Courtney? Yes. It's Kathy. I have a yes, question. Sure. When I was working on the hat, um, somehow my beginning, uh, my beginning of my hat kept moving. In other words, when I, when I got all the way around the, to, the, to the, the hat, um, it, I, I, I was in the wrong spot for the beginning of the, you know, I could see my tail at the anchor peg, but my yarn was not there. It was like five pegs past it. Um, is that a problem in terms of, you know, how, how do you, do you how do you fix that? What you can do is just just wrap those five pegs mm -hmm. and knit off, okay. and that'll fix it. Okay. And what you did is it's not going to you know affect the hat in any way. Um, okay. I intentionally didn't tell y'all some things because I want you to see something, and so when you get the hat off the loom, I'll show you. Okay. Well, that's what, what I'm working on now is getting the hat off the loom, but I thought okay. I mentioned that I had that problem when I was right. actually making the hat. <laughs> okay. Bring that up again in just a few minutes because I sure. may forget. So since I've got okay. two things going on here, so bring that up. Um, mm -hmm. But what you did is fine and your hat may not have what I'm going to talk about in a few minutes. Okay. All right. So, um, so just know that. Okay. Has everybody got all their pegs ready to come off the loom? 
it, yes. it actually looks very pretty yes. at the top when you, if you can visually see it, it's a very pretty pattern going along mm -hmm. the top now that we've done that. It's so pretty. Yeah. Okay, here comes the fun part. It'll be scary to some of you. You're going to start taking the pegs off the loom. So uh -huh. what you do, starting at peg 24, I want you to take off 24, 23, 22, and 21. Those are the only four I want you to take off at the mm -hmm. time, at the moment. Now, if I started at 23, do I need to start at 23 or can I start at 24? You can start at 24. You'll be fine. We just take off okay. those three? Okay. Take off four of 24, 23, 22, and 21. Just pull them off the pegs and let them yep. fall. <laughs> yep, just just like you were knitting off. That is very scary. Yeah. <laughs> just be glad this is a small project and not a big shawl. <laughs> okay, so we should have three pegs up. Four pegs. Four pegs. Okay. 24, 22, 23, 22, and 21. Okay. All right. That tail of your yarn, I want you to tug it just a little bit. And those four stitches should start drawing in. The tail of the working yarn? Uh-huh. Oops. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It is drawing in a little bit. Okay. okay. Not, not too much. It draws in a little, but not a lot. Right. I want you to take off four more loops and do that. <laughs> this is getting exciting. Once you have those second four off, let me know. I got it off. Okay. It doesn't feel like the mine's pulling very well. It's not going to pull very much at first. Okay. Jeanette, let me hear from you. I'm good. Okay. Once I'm caught up. Awesome. Okay, take off four more. <laughs> Are y'all getting nervous or excited or yes? A, a little I'm both. I'm getting excited. Yeah. Okay. A little of both. Okay. You're halfway there. All right. So take off four more. It's not working, I don't think. And each time we take four, we pull it more, right? That's right. Okay. <laughs> oh, I see what it's doing. It's gonna close the, it's gonna close the top up. That's right. <laughs> oh, that was I, wondering how it was gonna do that. Uh, Me too. I see mine is mine isn't. So I think I did something wrong. It's not. I'm pulling. with you because mine isn't really pulling very At tight. All. I know mm. what it's supposed to look like because I've made hats with regular knitting. But it's almost like, even though I went back through 24, like you said, it's like it's stuck on one. Yeah, oh, that's I think what mine when did. you get down to the other end, it's going to be fine. Because mine's pulled in a little bit. 
not as much as I would expect. The more you go around, the more it does. Just keep pulling. Yeah, let me tell you, mine, mine didn't seem like it was pulling at all, and I was getting disappointed. But then all of a sudden, I tugged it, and it got tighter. So I think as we get them off, it's going to be just fine it's or easier. Apart, so. Yeah, it know. is getting tighter. Oh, how weird. All of a sudden. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wish we were really all together, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I know this. We're really getting Rachel accomplish something big time. No. Mine oh, wow. This is cool. Mine isn't pulling. So I think I did something wrong. We, we will work on that. We'll fix it. Because I had this happen. I had this happen to me the other day. So, so I'm getting ready to take my last three off. So take it off and pull, right? Take it off and pull. Oh, yeah. I can see it. <laughs> this, is, this is the part. Yeah. The closer you get to the end, the more it pulls, the easier it seems like it's pulling. Yep, mine's just sitting there. Just, just <laughs> sitting there like a yep. knot on a log, isn't it? That's not pulling yeah. either. Okay. Well, we'll work on fixing that because, like I said, I had oh, this happen right. the other day. Cool. So. <laughs> oh, I'm glad, I'm glad you it. can do it too so that yes. it, I don't feel like I've really screwed up. <laughs> Oh, oh no. Okay. And now it's, uh, and then, it's it's still attached to that other um of course it's still attached to that other you know the thing that we wrapped around the other peg. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's still attached to that. Okay. <laughs> so all of your loops should be off your pegs. Yes. Mine's and if it is, I've yeah. got my clothes. All it right. looks like a hat. It looks like awesome. a hat. Yay! It does. So it what does. you do? Okay, what you do is you take the tail that you were weaving through to make your drawstring. Yep. You take mm -hmm. that and you push it through the hole in the top of the hat. You should have a little bitty hole there. Push it through the top that hole. It should be coming from the inside now. And you want to pull that tail all yeah. the way to the inside. Okay. God, I am so excited. Now turn your hat inside out. Because you're not through yet. You just think gotta, you are. You're not through yet. Hold on. I have to get through. Okay. Thread your needle onto, uh, thread your yarn onto a tapestry needle. I've got it through now. Okay. Oh, here we go. Oh, okay. Looks like, oh, it's, I'm starting to be able to pull. I don't know why all of a sudden. Oh, because you got more of it off. Mine did the same thing. Yeah, mine, mine is, I'm, I'm able to pull it close. So what do we do? Just cut that and it's done? No, no, no. Don't cut it yet. Oh, you need I'm to, not. you need to, you got to weave okay, in so. your ends. So you need to thread your yarn onto your tapestry needle. A tapestry needle? Uh-huh. I, I didn't know about a tapestry needle. I never okay. saw that. Okay, that's it. Should have come with your looms kit. Oh, there was a little plastic needle in there. Okay, now what do we do with the hey, knitting board? Okay, hold on. I have like three people asking questions. Someone asked about the knitting needle. board. Link. Did it come with a little tapestry needle? The plastic, where's the plastic thing? They had to put that balloons. Okay, if you'll go on mute while I ask, if you're looking for your needle, if you'll go on mute, that way I can oh, talk to other okay. people. Okay, I will. 
Thank you. Right, thank you. Okay. It's right. Jeannie. Someone I was up. talking about the knitting board and there was not one with the knitting board looms. Ah, okay. But I have some, so I'm okay. I'm okay. okay. So, all right. Were there other questions? Yes. Okay. What was your question? Okay. Um, this is Sandy. I have taken the, the hat off the loom and drawn it up. So now what do I do with the tail? You're going to feed it through that little hole in the top of your hat. So you're going to feed it through. From, you're going to feed it through right. to the inside. I found my needle. Or to the inside. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And turn your hat inside out. Okay. Got it. And then thread your tapestry needle. Yeah, that's the hard part. <laughs> and what we're going to do is we're going to sew up that hole just a little bit. And you're accomplishing two things. You're sewing up the hole and you're weaving in your ends. Isn't that cute? Do you care what stitch we use to sew up the hole? Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. Done. I usually just make like uh, an X. I do like a, um, yeah. I'll, you know, sew it from one kind of one corner to the other. I'll do that mm -hmm. twice and then go from the neck, the, uh, you know, swap over. Yeah. That's the way I usually do it. Okay. And then I tie a knot after I get my two X, my two lines on my X's. Right. And then cut it. I'm still trying to get my needle threaded because my end of my yarn wants to fray. Something you, you can, can do. Go ahead, Jeanette. No, you go ahead first. No, you go ahead. Let me get me drink. I, I was going to say something that I found was you can buy needle threaders for yarn from um, Knit Picks and Hobby Lobby. Okay, I'll keep um, that in mind. Now I got to work on getting it through still. If I can find the ones that I use. You can also double your yarn when you push it through the eye of the needle, and sometimes mm -hmm. that keeps it from threading, from, a, you know, shredding. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think Courtney wanted to say something, guys. If I can find the link to the needle threaders that I use, I will post those to the listserv and in Facebook. Because they're totally awesome, I think. Anyway, um, something else you can use is on your ball of yarn, the wrapping around the outside of your yarn. You can cut you a small rectangle and fold it in half. And then lay your yarn in the valley and thread it through. I may still have my written directions on how to do that and I can find those that I'll post that too. Awesome. Sometimes you can also use like a twist tie um, mm -hmm. and just fold it in half and then pull the two ends through the eye of the, ne the needle with the yarn. If that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. uh, this is like a nightmare. I am officially done. Jeanette, I am so proud of you. Well, see, you have the advantage of knowing 
how long I've struggled with this stuff. So I figured this was a good way for me to get some of the heart. Yay, Danette. Good job. I am so proud of you. And I will still see you on Tuesday. And you better be tooting your horn. That's what all I got to say. If you don't toot it, I'll toot it for you. So. All right. Yeah, yeah. I finally got it through. It, it's awesome. frayed a tiny bit. It frayed it a little bit. Um, I said it is so cute. I managed to get past the fraying part. Okay. If you've already mouth. woven in your end there on the top of your hat, I want you to take your hat and I want you to flip it where the inside, the outside now is on the inside. So, so where? Okay, I'm go ahead. Sorry. No, how do go you ahead. Sew this? How do you sew this? I don't know anything about sewing. Okay. Stick it. Um. So what I do is I just poke it through to somewhere at the top. Okay. Like there's a little hole here where, right where the hat was, it had a hole. It's just a little hole. Okay, you're okay. wanting to sew that hole up. Okay. So I can stick it in there. No, you need to go like above that. Across it. Or across it. Above or across. What you're going to do is you're going to be making an X. Oh, okay, so anywhere above that. Okay. Right. And then it's going to come out through what is now the inside. And then you kind of go at a diagonal from that. So I just come in and out, just yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. weaving across that opening. Yeah. Okay. And once you do that two or three times, tie a knot and cut it. Okay. So those of you who have done that, I want you to flip your hat right side out. And I want you to notice where your tail is, your beginning tail. Okay, in a few minutes, you're going to weave that in. Okay, but I want you to look at something. Because this is what Kathy was talking about a while ago. You should see what they call laddering. It's kind of, it's kind of wiggly. Like where peg 24 was and peg 1 was. It's, it feels a little different. I don't know if y'all can tell that or not. Yeah. The spacing is a little different. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That will eventually work itself out. Not really out, out, but, you know, it'll correct itself. What that is called is laddering. Kathy, you may not have that on your hat. What happens sometimes is when you wrap all of your pegs, at one time and then knit them off one at a time like that you're pulling that yarn just a little bit um from peg 24 it's a little more loose than the others so the further you'll get away from peg 24 the tighter that's going to be and if i can find a video link on that i'll, I'll send that to i and if I've said, I'll send something and I don't, y'all please remind me because I, I tend to forget sometimes. But, um, so that's what happens. And Kathy, like I said, you probably won't have that because sometimes you can just like wrap three or four pegs at one time and then knit those three or four off. 
thin route three or four more and net those off, and that will prevent that laddering. Okay. Like I said, I wanted y'all to see that, and I intentionally didn't tell you about wrapping the pegs and knitting them off, you know, a few at a time. Okay. So, so the now outside you, of this hat is the smooth side, correct? No, it's going to be, um, the smooth side is going to be on the inside. Oh, it is. Okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah. your, the brim of your hat, the brim of your hat is rolling. And that's going to be your outside. And for, that's for this project. And I keep saying this project because when you do um, a brim where you do what they call a two by two rib, two, two knits and, and then you do two pearls on the next two pegs, you can sometimes turn that hat where the smooth side is out. Or if you're doing a brimmed hat, And just, just on this one, it, that you're going to see the ridges from where the, the pegs were on the outside. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. Y'all look at your hats and then think of any questions. I'm going to go back to my newbies and want to teach them how to knit off, okay? So, so y'all be, go ahead. Before, before I take it off of the... Um, Let's see. So before, all right, I, I have finished closing my holes. So what do I need to do now? You need to tie a knot. Just make a knot mm -hmm. out of one string. Okay. Mm -hmm. So take it off the needle, right? Yeah, you can. Okay. And then just cut your yarn close to that knot. And then what do I do with the, uh, about the other um, string, the um, one that's still hanging on the loom? You'll weave that one in, so you just weave it in and out, in and out. Oh, oh, okay. Just Around the brim. Just yeah, take or it you in. Can, or you can thread it on your needle and weave it in. Okay. And you want to weave in a good three or four inches oh, if you okay. have that. So weave in as much as you can and then just trim it real close to the hat. Okay, but will be. do. Okay. And Courtney, right. before you get started with them, are we going to be, are those of us who just took our hats off, are we going to be learning anything else today or? No, I'm going to give you some homework. So let me, for those who have finished your hats. I'm going to give you some homework for the next class and we'll meet, I'm not sure of the exact date, but we'll meet the second Thursday night in August. August 13th. Okay. All right. So we'll meet then. So I'll give you homework and then I'll post your homework to the Facebook group and the email list. So what I want you to do is I'm trying to think how many rows. I want you to e-wrap and knit off for, let's see here, 12 rows. I'll look at my pattern to make sure, but that's going to give you a good start. That's going to be the scrunchie. Yep. 
Okay. On the small loom again? Yes, you're going to be using the 24 peg loom. Mm -hmm. Okay, if it's okay, I'm going to go ahead and say goodbye then. Okay, let me tell you the one other thing that you're going to need. You're going to need a um, an elastic hairband. So like if you're going to put your hair up in a ponytail, you'll need that uh, elastic hairband. So you'll need one of those in your loom tool. And I'll put all of this in a post. Thank you, Courtney. You're welcome. You have a good afternoon. Courtney, when you say rows, are you counting as you go around one time with the yarn? Okay, what I do when you're casting on, that is not considered a row unless the pattern says so. So you do not count your cast on row. Okay, so when I wrap the pegs for a second time and knit them off, I do not count that row. Then I'm going to wrap them again, then I knit off, and that's my row. Oh, so it, it winds up being four, four rounds. So you have your cast on row, which is just wrapping each peg one time okay and to secure that cast on row you have to wrap the pegs a second time and knit them off and once you knit them off the, the first time that is your cast on row and that is complete then you start wrapping your pegs again and that is going and you knit them off that's going to be row one so the third okay. run through, correct? Correct. Yes. Okay. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know um, one way I keep track of my rows when I'm doing it is I use Abacus and I move it once, but I've heard of people using like beads on a cord and they just slide it over. Um, or put uh, safety pins together for each row to kind of keep track of where you're at. Um, there's a couple different techniques, something like that, um, that we could do just to kind of mm -hmm. help keep track. So, um, be creative. so do, you knit off, <laughs> do you knit off every, okay, you wrap, and then you wrap a second time, and then you go back and knit off. I understand that. Right. But then the next time you wrap, do you knit off right after that again, or do you do two more wrap-offs? No, you, you knit off again. So you wrap okay. them once, and you wrap it twice, and you knit off. Then you wrap okay. it a third time and knit off, and that's your okay. row one. Okay. Um, some other ideas you can use, let me get this out first. Um, some other things you can use, uh, are buttons or dry beans. And if you're disciplined, you can use candy. <laughs> that won't work. That's why I said if. <laughs> okay. Somebody else had a question? Yes, I did. Um, okay. So when I'm knitting this over, the, the first, you know, the each stitch over to the ones where I wrapped it, my base stitch, my base row, 
my running yard, my working yard is, is not at the, it's still on the 23rd fig, I guess, or the 24th fig. Mm -hmm. I count them. Is that correct? And then when I get yes. this up, I use that to roll, roll EVAP again. Correct. Okay, mm -hmm. great. Thank you. All right, for my newbies, let me tell you how to knit off. I'm not sure how we are on time. Um, I know it is after uh, six o'clock Eastern time. So what you're going to do is just instead of using the loom tool, let's just use your fingers, okay? So what you're going to do is you want to take that bottom loop on peg, start on peg 24, since that's the last peg you wrapped. You're going to take that bottom loop on peg 24 and you're going to lift it up and over the top loop and off the peg and let it fall behind the peg. Once you get that done, you can either go to the right to peg one and knit off, taking that bottom loop off, or you can go to the left and do peg 23. It does not matter. everybody get that or have any questions on knitting off getting ready to take a picture of my first hat I want you to do that Yay. and I forgot to tell the others if you are on Facebook or even if you're on the list so if you can get a picture of it please post it to the group so you can let others see the work you've done okay and if you're on Facebook, please be sure to add alt text. There should be an announcement on how to do that. For those of us who can't see, if you'll just let us know that that's your hat. And if you know what color it is, let us know the color too. I am so excited for y'all. <laughs> I am Courtney, thrilled. did you say the smooth side or the bumpy side was considered the outside of the hat? The bumpy side. You should see where it has ridges where the mm -hmm. pegs were. That is the outside because your brim should be rolling up. Okay. Oh, yes, so exciting. Now, see, Tyson, you could be this excited in a few weeks. So if you want that excitement, get your settling. I feel the energy. <laughs> <laughs> or, Tyson, you could be like me and say, it took you a year and you're still pursuing this? Up to you. Because I was the slow one in the group. Tyson, I think you should do yours in red and white stripes like a Dr. Seuss hat. Yeah, that would be so cute, Tyson. Um, these, um, just so you guys know, these baby caps are the perfect size for donating to like hospitals and different things like that. So um, I've done a lot that I've donated. Um, so if you don't know of a baby, um, that the hospitals and stuff are always looking for baby caps. Mm -hmm. This is really cool because. I've been needle knitting for like over 55 years, I guess. And I thought, well, I don't know. I don't think this is going to look the same, but it does. It does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure excited. Does. 
I'm excited because I have a friend who just had a baby a couple about a month ago, and they're moving to China, and I want to be able to give this to them before they leave. Good. And you, uh, know, you can you know do it do this pattern on some of the larger looms. You know that have the more pegs on them. Yeah. Courtney. Yes, ma'am. It's Kathy again. Um, yes, ma'am. I think I when I was when I was when I was taking the hat off the loom. I think I missed a couple of um, a couple of loops. So I have this um, big hole where I don't think there should be one. <laughs> so I'm okay. gonna have to really do a sewing job to fix it. But okay. it does look like a little hat and the brim mm -hmm. is rolled and everything. So Good. It's, it's there, it's just got a big old hole in the top. Yeah, you know, if you have some sewing experience, that's great. And you know, you can just kind of sew that up and yeah. you might can run through that um, working yarn through mm -hmm. those loops you missed. Mm -hmm. And that might help a little bit too. Okay, and the other thing that's happening is I understand now why you they've told us not to buy the Boya brand uh -huh. looms because uh -huh. the pegs are actually coming out when I'm working oh. on the loom. The pegs fall out and I have to put them back in. Okay, oh, weird. Yeah, something you can do is turn your loom, uh, your loom upside down and put the pegs. Mm -hmm down on a table or the floor or something and yes. press down on the base of that. Okay. Yep. That's if what I had could, to do. That happened if to me. They can, if they continue to pop out, there are some things you can do. Mm -hmm. You can take a small piece of either fabric or yarn and mm -hmm. stick it in the hole of that peg mm -hmm. and then stick the peg back in there and that should tighten it up. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if you want to, now this is just strictly if you want to, you can glue those in with like, um, like Gorilla Glue or mm -hmm. hot glue, you right. know, whichever. Because yeah, I know you some people take a, are, are not probably take comfortable. Probably pick and go down in there with the glue. <clears throat> yeah. And get, get it in there. Yeah. I, yeah, I could do that. I know some people are not comfortable using a hot glue gun. And that's okay. Oh, that's, oh I would get you know. I would get a sighted person to do it for sure. I okay. wouldn't do it myself, but that's, that's what <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to do. I think is glue. I've used in. hot glue gun before, and it will burn the dickens out of you if you don't watch what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. You know, since I've lost my sight, I have used the hot glue gun, and I've not burned myself one time. But mm -hmm. I burnt myself all the time when I could see what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Sorry, this is Haley. Can I just? Can I be so bold as to ask if there's sure. anyone on here who signed up for a card kit and did and got it or didn't get it? Can you email me and let me know ASAP, please? Thank you. Sorry, public service no, that's announcement. Fine. That's okay. We need commercial breaks every uh, chance we get. Courtney. Yes, ma'am. Uh, just so you know, uh, the Hobby Lobby looms. The one, at least the ones that I got, only had three. Okay. So you know, right. for the information that they they may they may have changed it. I don't know, but you said they have. We're gonna get have four, so they've only had three. Okay, some of them do, and it depends on which brand you bought. Hobby Lobby sell, sells their own brand, which is Yarnology, and then they also yeah, sell some. Okay, they sell some from Authentic Knitting Board as well. 
Okay. I, I bought the, the boy ones um, because I, I didn't realize it until after uh, I had asked you, I think, in an email, and you said probably not to buy those, but I'm not, yeah. having, any, I'm not having any problems with them so far, knock on okay. wood. But. Well, now, that's the, the round looms that I have are the boy, mm -hmm. yeah. and I don't have an issue with them. Some loom knitters do, mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of it, too, can depend on the yarn you're using. As uh -huh. to whether or not it catches, because yeah, some true. of your yeah. thicker yarn is is very splitty, especially the yeah. homes. I think it's the homespun yeah. yarn. Yeah, this yarn that I'm having, using is very thick. Yeah, yeah, I've got the bulky too, and I'm not, you know, I'm not having any. Maybe it's because I have had so much experience with splitting yarn as a needle knitter. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. a lot of times super. This might be super bulky. These yarns they. It looks like there's more than two loops on a peg, which mm -hmm. is really not. Thank you. Right. So, I'm so excited. I have the nifty knitter ones. I don't know if they still sell those anymore or not, but I've had these for a while. Yeah, that's what I have. Four. Okay. They, yeah, the nifty knitter brand is made by Provocraft, and they do not sell those or make those anymore. Mm, if you get nifty knitters, you're lucky. You're lucky. Yeah, I've had mine for a couple well, of years because I tried this before and it didn't work out. You're the first yeah. person that got me to work it out. <laughs> awesome. I'm glad I could help. <laughs> a friend of mine gave me her kit and it's the boy. I didn't know anything about all these different brands, but so far it seems like it's working out pretty good. good. I like the boy. Good. Yeah. Because I don't have an issue, but some people don't like them. So I, I try to get that got in. The little, it's almost got the little crown on the top of it. And they all do, don't they? Yeah, they all do. Yeah. Yeah. They Nifty knitters do too. Do they? Okay. okay. I had a set that did not. I don't know what set. Ooh. <laughs> I wouldn't like I'm that. I'm going to hop off, ladies. <laughs> I know I kept sliding on. All right. Well, you have a good afternoon. Y'all have okay. a great time. I had a great time. Well, I'm glad you did. Glad Courtney, you did. I have a question when you get a chance. Thank you. Sure. Sure. Go this ahead. This is Terry Nettles. Um, yes, I just, I just joined the, your, the group today. Mm -hmm. Um, I got the email, whatever. And I, and I just joined this, uh, this group. So, um, will I be getting those, um, the, those things that you were talking about? I mean, I, I, Facebook, I sort of do, but I don't, you know, so it's like, I'd rather right. get it by email. <laughs> okay. What we have need for the you, next class. Have you joined, let's see here. Are you on the ACB crafters? Yeah. Are you on the ACB crafters listserv? That's that's what I just well, I got the email for um, the the community. You know the thing that you do every day, right? Right. I'm on that. So then I clicked the link that said if you want to um, you know come tonight and then subscribe. So that's what I did for the nift. You know, I mean for the the crafters. Okay. Um, yeah. I I hit subscribe and they said okay. You, you know, you're now subscribed, confirm or whatever. And I, and I replied, you know, that was it. And so does that put me on the list? It does. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. It sounds okay. like it. Okay. Yeah. So then yeah. now I will get, I will get the stuff that you're going to, for next class. You'll, you'll have that right on there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Perfect. Thank hey, you. Hey, hey, Terry. Yeah. Hey, Donna. This is Donna. If, if you start missing something, let me uh -huh. know and okay. I'll, get you the link or get you the information okay okay because I'm, I'm on 
for. So, yes. So I finally learned it, Terry. I finally. I know. It. I'm proud of you, girl. That's right. I, I tried to teach Donna to knit when I lived in Virginia. Uh, <laughs> and, and it was hard, but yeah. But that was your Dropbox, so. Terry, and I'll put this one in too. Okay. Thanks, Jane. Okay, do any so of Courtney, the newbies get, have any? get on the email list of the Facebook. I need to go register on the link that was sent out. I have a April. question, Courtney. Okay, hold on just a second. Somebody else was asking. So to get on the crafters list serve, you will need to send an, a blank email with subscribe in the subject line to acb-crafters at acblists, that's l-i-s-t-s dot org. Great. This is so exciting. I've been looking at a group like this. So good. Okay. Is this Somebody your else had a question? Or first one or this is my second one to teach with this group. I'm sorry I missed the first one. That's okay. I'll send out the link to the um to the the first couple of podcasts, the you know, the recordings for the class. I'll send those out. Um and what I'm trying to do is record little snippets. So like I'll record um, a little short podcast about how to do the e-wrap stitch and then I'll do another one on how to bind off. And so I'm working on getting those done. Where do you get the podcast? Uh, you can find it through any podcatcher. So if you have an iPhone, you can find yeah, it through the podcast yep. app there. It's under yep. ACB crafters. Okay, perfect. Thank you. You can you get them on the stream also. Yeah. Oh, okay. If you have an Echo device, you can ask her yep. to play ACB Crafters podcast. Oh, cool. Okay. I got lots of the, ways. <laughs> some people yeah. are having trouble getting them on the Victor stream. Um, yes. I'm not. I, I'm not. But some people said that they had trouble getting them on the stream. So, oh. Just so you know. Okay. Okay. All right. Do any you of my stream or a track? Both. Okay. Yeah, because it works. <laughs> it doesn't work on my track. It just works oh, on the stream. Yeah, I worked. I got it among both of them. Mm -hmm. gotcha. Okay. Do any of the new newbies? Do y'all have any questions so far? I'm probably like. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just had a comment that you are a very, very good instructor. I tell yes, you. Yes, you are, Courtney. Well, thank oh, my you. Yeah. Now that's an understatement. Yeah. She's incredibly good. Well, thank <laughs> y'all. I appreciate. Agree. I, I got this whole thing by just listening to your podcast and all that. I mean, I don't think I could have done that with anybody else. Courtney. Well, thank you. Yes. It's, it's Kathy again. I yes, liked your description of the e-stitch when you use the clock as a, a yeah. an orientation. You know, like okay. you do, you're wrapping the thing around the peg counterclockwise you go from three to six to nine to twelve you know i like that okay. that way of describing it yeah okay. that's really cool. i will keep that in mind because i have not recorded the e-wrap stitch yet um but i will keep that in mind when i do record it so courtney? i'll tell you the funny part about that courtney i kept <laughs> saying i knew how to do the e-wrap stitch i knew how to do it and yada 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 mm -hmm. when i listened to your podcast and i listened to that it made me realize that my problem was the way I was taught to e-wrap, despite everything you said, the person who taught me told me to go bring my yarn to the front of the room, in front of the loom before I ever started. 
And that's yeah, what was messing me up. But if you hadn't described it the way you did with that three, six, nine, and 12, I might not have figured that out. Wow. Okay. I will keep that in mind. So I think putting both in would be valuable because okay. some are going to get one and some will get another. Right. Right. Okay. Somebody else had a question? I did. It's Deborah again. And yes, um, ma'am. On this first hat that we're doing, mm -hmm. how many rows should we do? Okay. That's, how, how, would you say about six inches? Is that what about you six mean? inches? Uh huh. And um, are you on Facebook? Okay. I'm not you were, on Facebook much, but I can. Okay. Are you a part of the crafting group? I'm going to join oh. as soon as I get off my book group tonight. So. Okay. When you get in the group and we get you approved, you will notice at the top there are some tabs, and one of the tabs is called units. Mm -hmm. If you'll click on units and find the loom knitting unit, I have posted um, a document in there. It's called Recommended Hat and Bram Links. Okay. And that'll tell you for the different size hats. Yeah, I know. About how long to um, to make the hat. So for this hat on the 24 peg loom, I recommend about six to seven inches. Okay. If you're making a hat for a child who's like three or four or five, what size loom should I use? I would go up one loom one, size. Yeah. Um, okay. To I think it's the thirty or thirty-one peg. Okay, and then you make it what it's supposed to be. What eight? Is that right? If I remember right. Uh, about seven to eight inches. Oh, seven, eight. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. And on on looms, can you make? Um, I know you can probably make um. The scarves that are these eternity scarves, but can you make mm -hmm. can you make um, blankets on looms? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. So you can pretty much make everything, right? And mm -hmm. and like if you, because this might happen to me, if you need to add yarn when you're doing this, how do you do that? We will cover that in a class. Good, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. You will on those blankets. <laughs> And I noticed yes. that I started another hat on a um, the same size loom just mm -hmm. because I was wanting to continue reminding my brain what that wrap was like so I would mm -hmm. get it in my head and I do. So I used a yarn that was slightly, I, I didn't realize it was, but it's slightly thinner. Of course, the, so the holes are slightly bigger, but mm -hmm. I think that'll be okay, right? Yeah. Um, it, it should sure. be fine. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to buy that one off soon too. That's oh, your summer you, hat. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Georgia. Not in Georgia. This is a this is a banner day. We are like we we need to have a big celebration something put on the face our Facebook page saying that the crafting group had a huge major success today. <laughs> we will. We'll put it on the community also. So everyone and and like Courtney said, post your pictures, uh, describe them and let you can put them in the craft group, but you could also put them on the community page. Yeah, that's your success for the day. That's Definitely. true. I've already, People will, I've already put it on my oh. Facebook page. Um, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I put it up there and I've also put it uh, to, to my best friend who crafts with me a lot. She does, she does different things. She, she does, um, 
um, quilting, but, and she teaches me to do a little sewing. She helps me with that. Um, that's not my big thing. I, I struggle with that, but she helps me a lot, but, um, she oh, loved it. She said I did an amazing job. So <laughs> well, it was fun good. to share that with her. So good. I have I a question. Wait to see y'all. Go ahead. What, this is Terry again. Um, yes, what is the best material? Like, cause I know we can do, can we do chemo hats the same pattern or? Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. you can okay but what's the best um, kind of yarn to use for that then yes okay let me give you some advice this is what i heard on a knitting podcast one time when making chemo caps or anything to be worn on bare skin uh -huh. mm -hmm. knit a swatch and for the ladies let me put it this way you will want to wear it on the inside of your bra okay because that's going to be one of our most sensitive areas. If it uh -huh. is too scratchy there, it's too scratchy uh -huh. to go on a head. Okay. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. um, you can use some really soft acrylics and some soft, soft cottons. Okay. Um, but let me, if you're going to make chemo caps for, say, uh, a chemo center in your area, Talk to them before you make a bunch of hats to take over there and ask them, do they have specifications okay. on what yarns they like to use or have used or any specific patterns? Do they need to be washed before they're brought or, you know, and usually they want to make sure that they're from a smoke-free and or pet-free environment. Okay. So just get their specifications. Okay. Kayla, that may be a good Sunday topic to jot down. Hmm. Um, she she can be my little secretary. <laughs> so um, when you're talking to Terry, you're talking to a master knitter with needles. She is a master knitter with needles. No. Oh my god! Not that much, but <laughs> oh, no 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 no. I've seen her work. You should see it. Oh my gosh! Seriously, major good. Mm hmm. Oh, well, thank you. Um, the Pardon thing me. is, when when I was in Virginia and I was in a in a in a knitting group in our comp in my condo complex, it was called Naughty Knitters. <laughs> but at oh any my rate, goodness! <laughs> I know. But anyway, they um they had specific they didn't have the kind that gathers at the crown. They they knitted in the round on needles. Yeah, and, then, mm -hmm. and that's hard because then they wanted you to do you know like the four point you know the double pointed double needles point. at the end. So mm -hmm. I said, we did that. So <laughs> I, I, I didn't do it because I know you can do magic loop and it would, and it would be better, but that's why I was asking about this. Cause, um, with the gathers up there, if you think the chemo people would take, you know, people for chemo caps, if they would take it. Uh, uh that's another good question. Because you um, know, when you do it the other way, it's, it's flatter. You know what I mean? It's, there's, it doesn't right. have all those gathers. Right. Um, maybe in, a month or so we might work on decreased crown okay that would be nice yeah that i, I don't like, know how to do on a need i don't know how to do that on these rooms at all okay. so okay all right all right i would Thank just you. suggest to be honest i would just call wherever you want to donate them and ask them hey can i do this would this be acceptable and if not i'm sure you can make them for if another organization yeah. might take mm -hmm. them until you learn the other way to do it yeah right on the bigger, yeah. it's great to do for veterans that are in nursing homes. Mm -hmm. 
or a women's shelter or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Hey, Courtney, even, I'm going to have to sign up. Even and thank NICU you. units. It's been wonderful, and I'll sign up for your emails and everything and look forward to the next one. Okay, thank you so much for coming, and I hope you have a wonderful afternoon. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Bye. See you later. Thank you, everyone. A NICU Cor unit would Courtney. be a good place to make them for two. Yeah, yeah NICU, someone had yeah. a question. I do. This is for Lynn. If yes, I accidentally pull both uh, of the two loops over the head of it and I reach down into the inside of the loom, would mm -hmm. I pull the, the top, the, um, the, the loop that's closest to the top of the knob over or the one under that to bring back my one loop? Now let me think. <laughs> Because that's a good question because what you've done is you've dropped a stitch. So you're going to bring the second one, not the one closest, the second one up. That makes I sense believe. to me. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. All right. Just kind well, of feel around and, and you should be able just to pick that up and you might need to, if it's come untwisted, you might need to twist it and put it back on the peg. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. This morning I had about two inches of this done. And I dropped mm -hmm. off like two stitches and I couldn't figure out, so I had to rip it all out. And oh, now no. I'm, I'm, not, I'm about four inches now, so this is going well, really fast. With yes. the I tell myself oh my that God. Mozart didn't learn to play the piano in one week. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's going to take a while. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Oh, okay. But Thank you, Courtney. When I started mine, I had to unwrap it four times before I got it going right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep so it's <laughs> yep it's it, it it gets frustrating but after when you really get it going right it feels so good it does yeah so keep it up guys don't give up yes and I'm, Courtney, I need for the next in, class Courtney I'll talk to you tomorrow night okay all right someone had a question Yes, Courtney, this is Mary Alice. Um, for yes, the next class, you said to do 13 rows, or did I get that wrong? I was concentrating on my, my closing up my holes, so I didn't quite hear what it was. That's fine. You're going to e-wrap and knit off for 12 rows. 12 rows. Yes. Okay. I've got to look at my and, pattern just to make sure, but 12 rows will get you started, and if it's different, then I'll let you know. Yeah, I think okay. that's pretty yeah. close to right. That's what I'm thinking. I, I meant to look at that before I signed on and I forgot. <laughs> I'm really excited about this. I never well, did loom good. knitting, but I've done needle knitting. And I'm working, my grandson wanted me to make him a blanket. And so I started knitting, but it takes me so long. And this hat I got done in at one night. I was watching TV and I got like four inches done as I was just watching TV for a couple mm -hmm. hours. I was like, wow, this is quick compared to my needle, my needle knitting. Mm -hmm. But yeah, oh, of course, there's only, 24. It's, it's so cool. there's only 24 pegs too. <laughs> Wait till you start <laughs> using the bigger ones. Well, that's what I'm thinking because I, I know um, based on the emails I've seen on the, the thing, the, the site, um, there's one person that's doing like um, 
like so much so wide they're doing the widest one they can and then they're gonna stitch the two things together you know they're Mm -hmm. they're using like the big loom and then they're gonna stitch them together somehow and Mm -hmm. I thought well that would be an interesting afghan or blank throw to make so Mm -hmm. I can't wait till we get that far so we should be getting there with within the next few weeks cool cool Thank you very much for doing this. You're welcome. All right, we have just a few more minutes. Does anybody else have any questions? Nope, I'm good. Awesome. Well, y'all just keep wrapping those pegs, and I'll send out the the homework directions and try to send out as much as I can remember to send out. I think you should send it out in the morning, though. Give some people, a couple of people, some more time to get signed up uh, and then send it out in the morning. Except I will do we that. We have a couple that, yeah. So, yeah, I think that'll help a little. And so. I'll try to get all that posted to Facebook. Um, it'll be later on tonight. And then I'll just get everything ready to go out tomorrow on the this email list. This might be my motivator to learn to use Facebook better. You should. There's a class for that. There is, is, but it's not a time for me. Yeah. So, but um, we'll have to look into that. Maybe they're recorded and you can go back and listen to them. I'm not Uh, sure. Taylor, we'll figure it out. Yep. Well, thanks, everybody. I'm going to sign off. Bye. Thank you. All right. Uh, Good night, you guys. We'll see you guys on Saturday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, okay, Sunday. See you Sunday for card making. I can't wait. Yes. I may come in and listen even though I don't have a kit. I think um, that's a good idea. I, I would yeah. too. <laughs> but I Thank have you. Good night. Good night, Bye-bye. you guys. Thanks, Courtney. Thank you, Tyson. You're welcome, Jeanette. I'm glad you got You're it. very welcome. Thanks, Tyson. You're so the So you ready to start? <laughs> I no. <laughs> you can make your it's, own veteran it's, hat. It's a, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bit intimidating, So, but I appreciate you guys wrapping up a little early because i got to jump in and stream right. the next call here. All right. You All have right. a wonderful evening, and yes. I will talk to you tomorrow morning for your Thanks, fra- Tyson. Friday. You, you, both you ladies are very, very welcome. I, pre- I appreciate that. And uh, wonderful Thanks. class, though. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Okay. Have a good, good evening. Night. All right. You too. Thanks, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Kayla.